If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. Thank you for stopping by the Hoarding Solution podcast. I'm really happy to be talking with Niorca Castaneda today. And her word is multi-potentialite. And I love how that just says all the things she's doing and all the ways we can have potential. We don't have to limit ourselves. And I think she is the perfect example of finding what you need to do or what you want to do and then moving forward with that and positively impacting people so thank you so much for being here with us today thank you for having me i'm so excited we get to talk again um so you've done a lot of stuff as far as the stuff i was working on around hoarding things and but not only that you really encouraged me as a as a fellow female veteran to to pursue things so um just tell us a little more about about you and you know the things that made you that inspired you to do some of the things you're doing well i want to say thank you and for the work that you're doing first and all because not a lot of people do it and it's a very serious issue um Hoarding is so much that you accumulated seeds, right? It's a lifetime of trauma. And addressing that is important. About me, I'm a veteran, like you know. And after a lifetime of serving one way or another in the military, I decided to become a civilian. Oh my God, that didn't fit. <laughs> You know, I tried the school things uh, because the Gia Bill had its expiration date. And that was the beginning of discovering the explorer on me. I became an entrepreneur. And that means I started by giving myself permission to try new things. That's the essence of an entrepreneur is you go after your ideas you step forward you don't you know you have a vision of what it comes you don't know where it's going to take you it might change it will guarantee you that it will change on the way and and that's what happened with me and i enjoyed the journey as much as the destination actually by the time i get to the destination you know it's over i really want the journey <laughs> Well, and you, you really touch on something important there about giving yourself permission. Like there's such a, like, we don't want to fail. Um, but really you learn no matter what you're going through, you're learning. And I think you have to be willing to, to give yourself permission to learn and to just try different things. You know, I think of the things I tried in the beginning, different programs or different things I promoted or created, and they didn't go anywhere, but I just kept stabbing at it, you know, to try to figure out who's my ideal audience, who's my client, who can I help, how can I impact? And I think when you're a heart-centered person and you're trying to help like you are with giving people hope and restoring it and helping them recover that sense of hope, 
like that is such a beautiful piece I think of of being an entrepreneur and creating a business that is positively impacting people you know yeah and and I think we all have our own definition of success and failure and that's totally okay Mm -hmm. Sometimes it means, uh, you know, success in this case, it means you win one more day, right? Or you get to uh, achieve a goal that is being a lifetime dream. That's okay. Failure is just another part of that success. It's just another lesson. So you stack it up. It didn't work that way. It doesn't mean that it's not going to work another way. Right. It's just a lesson. You know, you don't, you don't have to, when you read a book and that's what essentially we're doing, we're writing our own story. You don't go all the way to the end. You have to go all the drama, the hero story, right? Goes up right. and down. <laughs> if it's all flat and, oh my God, I quit, I went. How boring is that? <laughs> you know, I, I, that that's definitely I think we need to learn we need to try new things and it's okay to, we don't want to lose uh go back the road, an idea neither but we need to be able to take decisions to pivot as many times as needed and, and it's that, ideas and the you pivot know, yeah the pivot an idea is just an idea, right? It, it doesn't have a plan. It doesn't have, it's not defined. It's just, okay, this is what I want. And then you have to refine it. That's part of the discovery, right? That's part of making it a tangible. Um, I think that part is very important as well. And I think I see, and I struggle with it too, where I want to, I want to do the whole thing at one time. And so therefore I don't get as far as I want to, because I'm trying to plan it and create it and do it all at the same time, instead of taking that step back and saying, I know where I want to go. I have this picture in my head and now I'm going to step back and figure out what are my steps to actually do this thing. And I, I have pivoted a lot from the very beginning of what I thought I was going to do. And I think that's why a lot of veterans in particular are drawn to this because we're used to being able to solve the problem in the moment. And we, we ha we've had that mindset of, well, I just have to get it done. And I think that really is what helps people on this journey is having that skill, having that ability to assess and refine and move forward. But I, I also see where people struggle, um, where we try to do it all at one time or all, do it all by ourselves. Um, and so I think that's why it's important to surround yourself with people that are on a similar journey. You may not be in the same industry or anything like that, but being around people who are talking business or talking mindset or that are trying to use their experiences to move forward, I think is really a valuable piece of, 
of that journey. And um, I mean, you traveled the whole country coming around and talking to people. So, you know, clearly you're not afraid of getting out there. <laughs> no, I got my moments. Uh, I, I think that's the essence of business, right? Relationships. You know, you have to build relationships. You have to be, you have to be uncomfortable. You're comfortable, you're doing the wrong thing. You know, you, I, <laughs> you have to be in a permanent state of being uncomfortable. Um, I never want to be in a room where I have all the answers. That's a very boring, you know, unless you're teaching somebody, unless you're there because you are the one offering the value. And that's okay. You want to bring as many people with you uh, uh, in the journey as, as well. That's part of going up. You don't want to be the only person on top. Um, you have to share your knowledge, but you don't want to be permanently in a place where you're not growing. Right. And that whole comfort zone, I mean, I've thought of this over the years where like everything I have is because I got out of my comfort zone because I repeatedly had to get out of my own way. Like that is where the growth happens. And I'm not sure who says this, but someone says the obstacle is the way. And I feel like that is like, you have to find what is that difficult thing and how are you going to be the person who goes through that obstacle or how are you going to, to lead people through that situation? And I just am reminded almost daily that something difficult is here, but it's how I choose to deal with it that's going to define that outcome. Yeah, the attitude is key, that mindset. Because mm -hmm. um, I tell you something, you, uh, you want to choose your ideas and I, I encourage anybody to do it. Anybody can. Mm -hmm. you, just have to go, you just have to give yourself the um, permission to do it. But you also have to be willing to keep trying. You know, it, it, it's not going to be easy journey. Nothing in life is easy. You know, there's sacrifices that come along. Small, big, whatever, depends on how much you get committed to it, right? Mm -hmm. Your time might suffer. Your family might suffer. Your money, <laughs> your pocket especially <laughs> might suffer. <laughs> You know, you're not going to make all the right decisions because you're learning. You know, there, there's a lot of opportunities to do the wrong thing. And that's okay. Um, as long as you learn something from it, you keep on, on growing and you try a new thing. You know, it might not be the right time. And I think that's you. the key is to keep trying that, that thing, you know, to... I mean, I look at, I did a lot of on-site work originally, helping people organize and go through their things and all that. And all that was very uh, useful for those people, but it also showed me what was missing and how we weren't doing it correctly. And then I pivoted into online and virtual and all those things, primarily because of the situation we're in currently. Um, around the world, but also because I felt like I could do more by switching at what I was doing and how I was doing it. And 
um, you know, I never imagined I would get to talk to you on camera and talk about situations and um, share that perspective. I never set out to do that. I wanted to focus on, you know, housing issues and be the one, you know, ripping out carpet, I guess. And um, no, that's clearly not the direction I needed to be headed, but I didn't know that at the time, you know? Um, and I think it takes a tremendous amount of courage to take your story, whatever that is, and say, you know, I'm going to take this pain and struggle and I'm going to turn this into something useful for other people. And I see a lot of people who, who do that, you know, they take their scary, sad, um, traumatic, whatever experiences, and they turn that into something that is useful. And well, I guess I have another philosophy around that is it takes <clears throat> a lot of fertilizer to grow a beautiful garden. And I think that that is what a lot of people do. They take whatever that situation is and can spin it into something that does give hope that you write a book like you've done, you start a podcast. So founders, founders time, they can talk about, you know, that experience and what they drew them to that. And there's just so many impactful heart-centered entrepreneurial people that I have met because I chose to get out of that comfort zone. And I see that very much in you and a lot of other people that we know as well, that it's taking whatever you have experienced and turning that into something that will help other people, that will help people feel less isolated, more connected, and, you know, able to comfortably get comfortable getting uncomfortable out there in the world doing their whatever it is. And I think it's really key, as you've mentioned, to look at mindset and where are you in your mindset and, you know, what are you doing to maintain that so that you are in a positive space for you personally. And I think it's people need to know how to fill their own cup so that you can be helping others from that overflow and not depleting yourself, which I see even in my own family, a lot of women just, they gave and gave and gave to everybody else and there's not much left for them. And so I think, and I'm kind of going off on a thing here now, but I really think it's valuable to understand that your mindset, your belief, your situation and addressing that is key to being able to pursue all these other things that you're doing to benefit others. Yeah, I, I agree. I completely agree. And, and, you know, we have to remember Rome was a conqueror one day, mm -hmm. right? It takes time and it takes as much time that you're willing to put we all have different timelines. We all have different pace. And that's okay. You can go as slow as you want, or you can go as fast as you want. Because we all have emergency. We all have obligations. We all have families. Life gets busy. Life gets in the way. And, you know, but you have an idea and you want to keep going, keep going. Sometimes it takes cooperation, you know, not competition. Competition is this horrible thing. Don't try to compete. 
<laughs> you know, that won't take you anywhere real fast. Um, but if you collaborate with others, if you bring others as part of the solution that you're trying to offer, it's just going to help you. And remember, in the military, you are talking about big ideas and you try to do everything at once. Um, I don't know you, but I remember in the military, we always had to achieve one long-term goal and one short-term goal. And we had to prepare for both. Mm. You know, so when you get that big goal and that short-term goal might be part of that big goal and you just, you break it down into mini goals, into milestones, whatever you want to call it, that is going to keep moving forward to that big audacious goal that you have. Or and that you vision know, that you have. The thing is, is that you have to have, I think, I like the term mini goals, you know, and, and I think then you do achieve your milestones and on your long term, you know, moving forward, I just think in terms of like promotion within the military, and I studied and studied and studied because I did, was determined that I was going to make that next rank. And I knew, I know people who were like, well, you know, you don't need to study so hard. I'm like, well, clearly I do because I am determined to make this and whatever you have going on is not part of my priority right now. And mm -hmm. And I'm talking more like, in, not in terms of professionally, I didn't have that attitude, but more in terms of, hey, let's go do this or go dancing or do whatever. And I enjoyed all those things, but to me, I was willing to sacrifice that for a couple of months to ensure I got the goal that I was after, you know? And um, in that military context, I also had a chain of command that was very supportive of that. And, and would not let me talk to anyone about my next duty station until I made rank. <laughs> and so that you don't always have that, you know, in a chain of command. And I was very fortunate that I did um, have that level of support. But I think it for me, it was, okay, I'm going to set aside this time. I'm going to do this. I'm going to study this chapter and like really break it down into the next actionable steps. So um, I think that's a great reminder for people to, to just do one bite at a time, one step at a time. And even if it's a small step or a micro step, if you're still moving forward toward what you're trying to achieve, it's still movement. It's still a step in the direction where you want to go. Yeah. And remember, we're all writing our own life story. Um, I had to relocate because it started raining. Pivoting. <laughs> uh, but, uh, um, you know, we're all writing our own life story. That means your shelter is not the same as mine. Mm -hmm. I, might have, I might be in chapter 20 of my story. You might be in chapter two. <laughs> so... <laughs> Speaking of I'm writing, <laughs> yeah, you've got some writing out there, some books. I know. I, I I got four books coming out, and they're Spanish translation. 
and they were going to be end up releasing all at the same time. It wasn't the intention, but it just happened. Why <laughs> no? <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I got uh, yeah, three of them. They're awesome. It's um, it's about helping business uh, entrepreneurs start their ideas, and so talking about starting your business the right way without spending a lot of time, money, and and effort. You know, don't be overwhelmed. The second one is about time management, something we all struggle with, mm-hmm. and the other one is about idea launching. Because we all get a lot of ideas. Um, how do we make sure that you launch them right? <laughs> well, so, yes, very valuable, you know, information for people who are trying to get started on this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's coming up really soon. <laughs> uh, I would say by the the end of the next month it should be out and and then the fourth book is actually a a short story um i got inspired i went to a recreational uh trip on the everglades oh my god talking about ideas that trip it has inspired so many different things from that novel talking about my experience and how I got to see the Everglades for the first time ever mm. and everything that comes with it right and, and it talks more than that it talks about everything the fauna the the animals the the history um the importance of having recreational therapy for veterans to you know my tv show is part of that you know, that's my last two episodes. It was about fishing with American Finance, the mm. same organization I went with on the Everglades. Uh, the first episode that I ever recorded for the TV show was with fishing with American Finance. You just got lunch. Thing of the season. Things happens, you know. You just have to keep going. There's there's all, there's gonna be delays, there's going to be obstacles on the way. It's just how you deal with it. And you know, and I'm sure that's going to have so many, all the outcomes out there for that story. I'm planning on doing movies and everything else later. <laughs> of course, I wouldn't expect anything less. <laughs> Why not? You can have so many, one idea can generate a thousand different more ideas. Mm-hmm. And getting outside, getting out in nature, getting out and seeing other things, I, I just find it to be very, you relax and then those ideas start to flow. And so I think the idea of some sort of therapeutic enterprise like that for veterans is great, you know, and I just, I love seeing the pictures and the the stuff that you're doing because it really does, you can see it in people's faces uh, in their eyes that this is a moment for them. And I just think that can really shift what how you're thinking you know which in turn shifts what you're thinking about yeah i think so and i think it's just the the reset that we might need because there's always 
trouble. There's always problems. And we can get overwhelmed real quick. Finding that reset button, whatever it works for you, is different for everybody. That's completely okay. I think nature is one of the best. Um, it definitely works for me. Uh, one of the best sleep ever was when I went on that trip. And then, I, you know, all the, all the trips after that, I, I sleep like a baby right after, <laughs> you know. But finding that reset button is so important because it, it gives you, it recharges you. We all need to recharge. Mm -hmm. We need to step away from whatever is overwhelming us at that moment. And I think it's so much about finding that quality of life, that that time where you are balancing your spiritual and physical and sleep sleep is so huge and lack of it contributes to so many other issues that if you can figure out what that reset is that also helps you sleep <laughs> you know it's like a two for one when you can find that you know and um it's just so valuable to figure out how to reset and then you know how how to use that the best way you can for you and your family your loved ones and you know, I have to remember that I have to step away before I get to the point where my hair is on fire and I want to run away. Like I have to remember <laughs> that it's okay to find that reset before it gets to that level. And I think that's a message people definitely need to hear is reset and figure out what it is for you because it isn't a one size fits all. Yeah, try different things and you'll see what works for you. Try mm -hmm. music um go car racing that's one thing i want to try um <laughs> or you know whatever drink sport or just go relax by the beach or by the by nature take a stroll walk whatever works for you whatever brings a smile to your face at least once a day because as long as you smile at least once a day there's hope Exactly. And finding that, that way to have hope is, is definitely key. It really is. And I appreciate the fact that that is so much of what your focus is, is finding and restoring that hope aspect again. And so how do people connect with you? How do people find you? Will your books be on your website? Yes. Um, so you can go to newyorkacastaneda.com. I know it's a long <laughs> link. So I will give you the link. Or just use um, write down amoreumbrella.com and it will take you there. Yes, Amore Umbrella. See, I barely even talked about that. And I even have that umbrella in my office corner. <laughs> um, I just, I appreciate what you're doing and how, all the different ways you are working to to bring that message to people with your podcast with books with uh tv hosting um i just like every time i talk with you i learn something new that you're working on and it's always about that hope and that peace i think and finding finding what really works for a person and resonates with them there's so many different ways to tell a story, right? 
And so many people receive it in a different way. Some people like to read books. Some people like to watch TV or watch a movie, you know? Um, so it's, oh, we just like to talk. Uh, so I think that's important. Or, or the storytelling, as long as we reach the, the right people with that, the people, the person that needs to hear it, that's that's the main mission, right? Right, and with so many options, I mean, you can really reach the different, the different demographics, the different people that you're trying to connect with. And so I think you've got it captured as far as the multiple ways to actually do that and do it well. Yeah, and I think it's just building, it goes back to building relationships. I cannot do everything, but I can be a bridge to all the people that uh, do help in other ways. And, it's key. You know, it's key, yeah. You know, just build those relationships, build that, that bridge for people to keep on helping. And I appreciate the bridge that we have created over the past couple of years. Um, and I appreciate the connection that we have. And I really look forward to seeing all the, the new things that, um, that are coming out because of the work you're doing. Thank you. Yes, I, I think that's part of the story, right? And it keeps things interesting. <laughs> <laughs> It does. It definitely does. Well, I want to thank you for being a guest here today and for sharing your perspective. And I, I wish you the best on everything you're doing. And I invite everyone to connect with NewYorkCastaneda.com. And I will put that uh, in the notes as well. So everyone can find you and follow and uh, make sure they keep up with what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you for having me. If you or a loved one has a hoarding problem, let's work together on a solution. 